starting the episode with the pizza man. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Whoa. Oh, pizza sounds so good right now. You don't eat cheese. You know I know. What? I know. But it sounds good. Like, See, I don't just, eat bacon, but I fucking miss said, that shit. You just said you're proud of yourself. You're getting towards the ideal body that you want and blah, blah, blah. And now you sit up here talking about cravings of things that you, uh, animal byproducts that you don't eat no more. Because that's always what I want. Whenever I feel like I'm almost at my goal, I want like a whole pizza, a whole thing bacon, add some waffles with it, and some cereal. Oh, fuck. You know what? You are going to piss off so. the plant based community. <laughs> you be careful. I don't eat them, actually. It's just in my mind. Uh-huh. You eat with your eyes. Okay. <laughs> That's what I've been telling myself since I was little. <laughs> okay. Hasn't really worked out. <laughs> From the candy canes to the glovers, the e-girls and the lovers, the bros and the hoes. We all come together for that one big thing. Hey, hey y'all, hey. This is Beattie. MKQ. Welcome back. What's up? We've had a lot of interesting interactions, don't you think, with some artists? And it always typically happens whenever they're like up and coming. Or yeah. or at least for me, it is. Yeah, most definitely. I wouldn't say when nobody knew who they were, but like... They're just about to hit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know what that sound is referring to that you'll talk about in a minute. Crisley, mm-hmm. the pizza man, or back in the day. So backstory, my discovery of him was at EDC I don't know what year, but my first experience, I'm standing there in the middle of the crowd and there's like pizzas coming out of the sides and naked girls like surf riding on pizza floaties. It was amazing. Yum, 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 yum. So fast forward back in the day, there used to be this event called Middlelands. And oh my gosh. Throwback to Middlelands. And at Middlelands was where he did this like amazing show. Da, da, da. I was supposed to go. Didn't make it. Long story. But a friend of ours went and came back and told us all about how he got to speak with him and hang out with him and meet him. And it was just like this lovely wow. experience. With Crisley. Wow. Went on this tour. Like when Crisley had his tour previous to that, he had like went on a couple stops of the tour and they hung out and he used his phone charger and what? blah, blah, blah. Well, fast forward back to Middlelands, a different friend of ours like actually was working there, got to talk to him and hung out with him. And so she brought that person up and he was like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> and it was like, wait, what? Like he called you by your first name, said that you guys were friends. And like, and he was like, no, I don't know who that person is. Like he's lying to you. And it was just oh the worst God. experience. That's so awkward. But what I learned is don't claim an experience with a DJ <laughs> unless you have definitive actually proof. had it. Like for me, I have my shoe. So it's proof. He know I'm crazy about him. And you have messages. Yeah, but that sounds stalker. See, now you make me out oh, here look, look no, like a stalker. No, not like, like stalkerish, but like back and forth banter, like conversations. That's not stalkerish. I mean, yeah. It's just bad now because he's getting a divorce. So now it makes it seem like yeah. crazy oh, fangirl. Oh, I get you say, but yeah, no. But it's not like it's that, not I swear. Like I mean, well, Chrisley, first of all, Texas, y'all. That's what I was going to say. That's why I thought it was more you. I have uh, seen him in, I was at a Texas event. Oh, I think it was Euphoria. Ooh, you're taking it back. I know, right? And that was a great, 
that was a great festival. But he was walking around there, the campgrounds, with a couple of his friends. Because Chrisley, at first, was an artist with some of his friends. Yes. They all made music together. And so, mm-hmm. since Euphoria was in Austin, Texas, and he's based in Houston, they all went. And they were walking around there and stuff. And passed out all the pizza and everything. I remember cool. that, too. Oh, Pizza Gang. That was his. Yeah. Like, him and mm-hmm. his friends. Pizza Gang thing. Yeah, I remember that. I just think of DJ Mehez. Mahez. <laughs> I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that shit right. It is. That's how you it say is. it. Mahez. M-A-A-H-E-Z. Mahez. When we were at EDC Orlando and we were just chilling VIP uh, one of the tables. Oh, I approached him. Mm-mm. If you're going to tell the story, tell it right. We were standing at the table, right? Yeah. You went up to the bar to get a drink. You came back. You yeah. noticed him and you were like, Crap, I think he's one half of Atlians. Yeah. I don't know. So you walked up to him and asked him, hey, are you in a group? Like, you were not trying to give away. You were trying to guess that he was obviously their mask, so they're not going to tell you. But you were like, oh, are you an artist? Like, you're in a group? He's like, yeah. I'm I'm part of a one-man group. What? (laughs) So it means you solo, yo. (laughs) But he said he's in a one-man group, aliens all day. and Alien gang, not Atlians. Oh, well, that's yeah, but no, that's where I thought oh, okay, it. Okay, I got I it. I remember seeing on his his wristband, it said aliens, but from a distance, it looked like Atlians, oh. and so that's why I thought that. Okay, well, he invited <laughs> himself to our table. Yeah, with his JanSport backpack. I remember, and then he took asked, off. <laughs> no, no, not at first. <laughs> he asked us if we wanted a shot. Then I thought he was gonna like buy a shot. Yeah, me too. I didn't know he was gonna open Hold... up his backpack of wonders yeah. and pull out. A handle. And it was a nice handle. I remember that. And he's like, oh, I don't have cups. And so I went and I got cups from the bartender. And he was like, look at you, super nifty. And I was like, she just asked for cups. (laughs) Like, how was that resourceful? (laughs) I know. And he said he had his manager's backpack and he couldn't find them. And it has all of his music, his manager's laptop, like everything in it. And then, it did though, because I know it did. Out, like, we saw it. An iPad, a laptop, like his notebook. He was like, "This is this notebook I've had even before I was signed, and like has all my material <laughs> in it, all future ideas, my apparel, my merch." And I'm just and looking at goes, you, like, "Why oh, the fuck? Well, I have to use the bathroom, so can you watch my backpack?" And takes off yeah. without his backpack. And I'm just y'all, saying, it's not like just like oh, like a little five minutes, like no, 10 he minutes. was gone like a cool 20, 25 minutes. He was gone, yeah, gone, like. For a while. If we were, like, not who we were, um, I mean, like, good character people. <laughs> good I Samaritans. I could have left. The f- I would have been good. What you mean? Literally. It would have been DJ MKQ. What you mean? <laughs> that was a lot of trust in us. It was. Uh, I guess he just felt a good vibe, a good spirit. Because he said it when he came back. He was like, oh, thank you guys for, like, watching my stuff and not, like, being weird and, like, taking off with my merchandise and stuff you know i i just felt like you know i could trust you i vibe with you you met us all of five minutes sir and i don't know why and for you to expect us to be there for that long what if we wanted to go see artists on another stage like he got lucky with that too no he knew it was a void in the schedule ain't nobody was on <laughs> <laughs> nobody was on i think I know. it was it was a time? dead point because the only people that were on were like trance and house no offense to trance and house lovers but uh, we just weren't feeling it. BD said that. MK, you no, did I not love, say that. No, I've been getting into house lately, but then I wasn't as much. Yeah, you said house, but what about trance? I, um, I like 
Now you owe a trip to Dream State. There you go. You heard it no. everywhere, people. Wow. Now you have to go because you were disrespectful. I was not disrespectful. Was, I said no offense. Mind you, side note, it was beautiful last year. You missed out. I don't think I did. You really did. Like, the vibes was great. Like, it was a good time. Mm. Mm. Anyway, but back to Mahez. Weird. <laughs> he He's a good dude. I mean... Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you wanted to go to EDC Mexico, so if we ever venture down there, that's his like that that shining glory and EDC Orlando. So if we were to go to either one of those, he'd be there. Oh no, I'm going to EDC Orlando. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I already have that I ticket. Same. So Yay. so exciting. Yeah. Rave, relatables. Rave, relatables. Cause I relate to the rave. Like I mentioned before. There's been a couple of artists that I've met before they got really, really big, not knowing, you know, not knowing that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think definitely my biggest one. Well, I guess first, before I can even say it, is like Marshmallow's identity still really secret to people? Or do you think like yes. people... Can- Are you kidding me? <laughs> there are honestly <laughs> people who don't think that .com is Marshmallow. That's a joke. To you, because you know... You have a backstory to me because the proof is in the pudding. But to a lot of a lot of new ravers, a lot of ravers who they're now just discovering Marshmallow. So that wasn't like their scene of music. A lot of people who, you know, believe in the character. believe It's like believing in Santa. You don't want to actually know that like this person you've praised and left cookies out for for all these years. <laughs> actually, your mom and dad or your auntie or whoever. Hey, oh, sorry, Santa. Santa ain't real. Sorry, bust your bubble. <sighs> but the same thing. Like, you don't want to think this person you've praised and paid all this wow. hundreds of dollars to go see at shows is literally the dude that was on the lower roster. No shade. <laughs> before that's crazy wow well I hate to burst y'all's bubble like mkq did about santa not being real but um <laughs> you act like you didn't know well i like to think that he still lives that's just because you hang around children all day but anyway dot com aka chris Kaminsky, aka marshmallow i met him in it was 2015 2014 2015 or 2014 i don't remember but it was before marshmallow was even a thing and it was a a day at like a pool party one i was with a couple of my friends who were like involved in the music industry whatever and i remember being like semi-drunk and meeting him and he was really chill like shook his hand we're all in like the backstage area like he was really sweet to all girls and respectful and stuff so after that i started like researching a little bit more into like dot com and listening to his music and then that's whenever he stopped and became marshmallow but it's just crazy to think that i met him like right before he really took off okay so i have a question now that he is marshmallow do you respect him more as marshmallow or his stuff as dot com like, do you have a greater oh, appreciation for... It's totally different sounds. But I feel like the Marshmallow sounds isn't all just him. I think it's a mixture of artists. So that's why you think Marshmallow is a project? Yeah, but the person behind the head and, like, doing the performing, I think, is .com. Okay, so follow-up question then. If you think it's, like, a Marshmallow project, mm-hmm. who else do you think is in on that? I think it changes early on. I think it was Skrillex. Interesting. I do you thought he wrote a lot of the stuff? A lot of the stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it is now. 
I'm not like following that up as much now. But so then, how do you explain like slush mellow? Because you know, like slushy has like a mellow head, right? So how do you explain that? That that's what I'm. Yeah, you know, I'm just curious. Yeah, I didn't really follow that. I mean, I feel like that isn't. I think that is actually more slushy though. Oh, okay. Okay. I do feel like slushy was really more. Who, by the way, you t- I know last episode you talked about quarantine bodies and like working oh. hard. He looks good. He like lost That's like right. I so forgot. many so much weight and like cut his hair and like clean skin. He cut skin. his hair? Yeah, he has like it's not the pink, you it's know. It's not like hair. the pink. No, it's like shaved back and you can see his beautiful like blue-green eyes and clear skin and Oh, what? Wow. wow. Go he like him. shed the whole, but he's like super excited. Now, see, he's one I do follow on Instagram. He's, like, super excited about, like, dyeing his hair back and, you know, being out there. But, like, he looks... I don't know what he did, but I need to know because it looks amazing. What? Yeah. Oh, go slushy. That's For awesome. Sure. What year was it? It was EDC 20... Was it our first EDC together or our second one? Uh, when we were watching Snails. It was our second I mean, one. I know we've watched Snails every year because I fucking love Snails. Slug City. But... <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. My first interaction with snails, though, was so confusing. I remember being a kid, like, just so confused. So it was Glen Helen. Glen Glen Helen. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we used to go there and we had, like, the whole thing, Mm -hmm. it was, like, maybe Cascade or somebody big was performing, like, down the hill on stage. And I was, like, up there listening to, like, Keys and Crates for the first time. Oh, my God. And no idea who Keys and Crates were, but, like, completely blew my mind (gasps) that night. So as I'm about to, like, leave, the group I was with, they were like, where are you going? And I was like, I don't know if it was Cascade, but for example, oh, Cascade's before me. I want to go see that. They were like, and not see snails. And I was like, who's snails? Like, I don't like snails. Like, I was so confused. They were like, we'll make you a deal. Sit here for, like, five minutes and watch, like, the first five minutes. And if you're not jaw-dropped, then we'll walk you to, like. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, Okay. Sat there and I was like, are you ready for like the king of slugs? I was like, what? What is going on? It was insane. It was amazing. I was jaw dropped. Fucking amazing. But anyway, back to what you were saying. We were standing in snails and I remember I turned around and I just saw like all these people with like black hats and a hoodie over the hat. And so I was just staring because I was like, "Mm." you see five motherfuckers. It was like four or five of them all with black hats and hoodies on. They must be important. I got an eye out. You know this for just knowing like if they look like it, they're probably important. True. Yeah, yeah. You've done that a couple of (laughs) times. A couple of times. Now, I don't ever recommend approaching them saying, hey, you look important. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you never follow your own advice. No, so. it's word vomit. Hey, I don't intend to, but it just comes out. And so I tapped on you, and I was just like, "Hey, they look important. Like, who is that? Because you know faces. Yeah. I don't know faces." And you were like, "Uh, that's slander, nightmare, Kazo, <laughs> and just naming all of them." But nobody else in the crowd saw it. Well, they were focused on snails. Like, I, like what you mean? But if you're right next to them, how do you not see that? I don't know. I don't know. That's like going. I'm to aware heaven. of my surroundings. That's like going to heaven and staring at <laughs> the gold road instead of looking at Jesus well, and getting the in. Gold like, is beautiful. Oh. No, you gotta be focused be on the show, the not turned around. I pay attention to little details. That's pretty. I mean, that's also how I noticed um, EDC or Gasly at EDC it was that same year. Gasly was walking around Cosmic Meadow. It was at Cosmic Meadow, 
and I was right at the side, and then I saw all these, like, people with capes walking, literally capes, and then some of them had, like, fake swords and daggers. Like, it was a whole aesthetic of Gasly and his team, and they were walking, and I was like, okay, you just don't see a mob of capes just, like, (laughs) roaming, so I started, like, really staring. I was like, oh, that's Gasly. And I noticed it before anybody else. And he was at the center. Like they made like a dome shape standing. Mm-hmm. And he was at the center center just with his head kind of tilted, like looking up. And so I was kind of like your distance, like just like not even three feet away. And um, I like waved and everything. And he just kind of smirked. And then after I waved, somebody was like, that's ghastly. And he just got flooded. And I was oh. like, it's my time to go. But I got my little. You burnt up his spot. That's what you just admitted. You burn up his spot. You wave, and then once you wave, no, somebody. I mean, they were so mm-hmm. obvious. You, um, it if was you a whole be mob of capes. Don't go next to the Okay, DD well, you know, no, that was the spot. only time. That was the only time I didn't do that with Slander Nightmare Queso group. I think I don't know if OK was there or anything else. I yes, just remember it was those the benches, three. and then oh. yeah, it was the benches before the benches were the benches, and then like Slander happened to be there too. Oh. Yeah. It was the whole crew. Because I, remember, I was like, the height difference, it was like tall, tall, short. Tall, tall, short. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah. You don't get that no more. What? Them coming out? Yeah. I mean, no, no. I had that experience, but it was Marshmallow. It was at Escape. And he had on his thing, but he didn't have on the rest of his costume. And people didn't know because it wasn't like lit up. <laughs> and he was like trying to hide it. Like, they give him a hat. Like, come on, you're wearing the helmet and then you put like a baseball cap on top. Hello. (laughs) But he was like standing in the crowd towards the back, like on the wall. And you know how the cape is like white. Yeah. So I guess he thought maybe I'll blend in and nobody will know. I could see you. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? But nobody flooded him. Wow. I didn't burn up his spot. Hey, no. (laughs) I'm 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 sorry, David. I did not mean (laughs) to do that. You're the only one who calls these people. I guess I know why you do this. Because in your head, you're like, one day I will be you. I will be in your space. So I'm going to call you by your first name. Everybody else refers to them as their show name. You're like, no, David. Well, <laughs> Bob, Billy, Joe. Okay, well, no, I think that comes from like, I have like sang before in the past stuff. I've just never, and it's just like, that's a performance act. But you still have a name. I know I'm you know? I'm not saying what you do is bad. I'm just saying it's uncommon. Oh. Oh. You know? I thought I thought it was normal. Our theories are kind of salacious and controversial to some extent. So those currently on top, do you think they'll still be on top coming back? Or do you think it's shifted? That's a quarantine? vague question. Like you have to break like, that down by genre. You have to break that down by sadly but true, gender. You have to, you know, yeah, you could, that's example, true. I was you can't say it. like is excision and midnight tea and slander aren't going to be on top and comparison to like Rez, Alice in Wonderland and yeah, just God for it. Like that's different. That's true. That is different. It's I'm, sad, but it's true. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, yes. Why? Because ravers are cronies. What I mean by that <laughs> What's is cronies? when they like, hello, if you I know people who have like Kazo tattoos. Like, if they're part of the dog pound, like, that's just who they're going to be part of for the rest of their life. Like, for me, like, I'm waiting for the world to open so I can get my Yami 2 tattoo. Like, that's just... You're getting that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that. But that's just who I rock with, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, to answer your question, yes. Because people, like, play their old music in the house or when they're sad or stressed or 
feeling emotional. Yeah. yeah. And then, or they'll long for, oh, when the world opens, I'll get to see the live shows. Like all the Porter kids, try to tell them. Porter's not, no, Porter's remaining on top. So, even Illinium and Tiesto and mm. Armin Van Buren and Martin Garrix. Above and beyond. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that was a joke only because Ooh, y'all heard that. <laughs> that was a joke. Y'all heard that. You are not coming after me, A and B flock. I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. No, we're coming for that you. That was a joke. Ah. Immediately, I said that was a joke. <laughs> you ain't coming for me. There are people did, who did I ever tell you about the one time I emailed them? Yeah, and they respond. I forgot. I still have that email. So, like I said, I I've, I've trained in music since I was 11. And whenever More clues they... about who BD is. <laughs> and <laughs> when I was younger, whenever they came out with We're All We Need album featuring Zoe Johnson, mm-hmm. I really loved her voice. Like the tone, like her diction in it, just everything. And so to the point where I wrote them this email and I was I was young in high school then whenever because We're All We Need came out long, a long time, time ago. ago. And um I wrote them this email really explaining like why I loved it and all of her like the music theory behind everything that she did and stuff. And they responded in less than 24 hours asking for soundtracks and saying like we'll take it from there like wanting to work with me. I wouldn't know you see. Mm. I had no clue how to respond. I I wasn't expecting that. I was just saying, like, appreciating the music, like, really appreciating it, though, from, uh, like, a performer, singer So you didn't write back? (sighs) No, I wasn't. I still have those emails. I still have them. Oh. I never That was a different time before, like, mainstream social media to where, like, writing an email was, like, an approach at getting close to, like, who you were fond of. Now they would just be like, eh. I, no, but, but when I say I, I wrote like pages explaining. Yeah, I know the music. It wasn't like fanning over it. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I didn't think that you're, like, was a fangirl. No, it was I from an artistic from, like, a, yeah level. Yeah, like a was, musical appreciation yeah. standpoint. Just I haven't asked this question in a while. Where do you think now that it's the new year and we're looking towards the future? Do you think caliber of events are going to be better than before? Mm. Like let's say. For for instance, Hard Summer. Do you think that Hard Summer, they're revamping the venue? Everything's supposed to be, like, nicer and smoother. Do you think it's going to be a better experience? I you- I think it'll vary. It'll vary upon whether or not events are held to a certain standard in each state. So I think it'll vary on each state. Meaning, like, say, for example, in California, if people were to come out like if so many COVID cases were to come after the event, legally you wouldn't be allowed to sue, but I wonder if they would be docked. Does that make sense? Oh, I get what you're saying. So if that were to happen, then I do feel like it would absolutely improve the event as a whole because then they'll be on their P's and Q's making sure that everything is staying put together, but also crowd control would be more, like they'd be more on top of it too. Because I feel like the event, yeah, will come out, will be, a lot more amazing and beautiful but it's the people how crazy and rowdy people will be from being cooped up for so long could ruin that i'm just excited to see who's gonna hit the gate running first don't get me wrong of course there are some that are already like pre-planned like insomniac Mm -hmm. is like kicking theirs off in may oh yeah there's like 
Ubi Doobie that's April. But you're going to one that I'm lost going to one and found. April. But I'm curious, is there going to be one that like pops up before that? Mm-hmm. That like, so who's going to be first to like smooth it out? And does that mean because there's all these new rules and regulations, inter time is going to be longer? Are they going to oh, have to take my temperature gosh. and give me a yeah. rapid COVID test? And then like, if we're on the topic of vaccinations, are you going to have to have a valid vaccination card before you go mm. in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm yeah. excited, though. I'm, I'm excited itching to, to go, go back. back. But I'm excited, though. I know. Well, while we're speaking about vaccines, you going to get that vaccine? Who do you think I am? Well, I'm just asking. Remember that thing I sent you yesterday where it was somebody put, like, I'll be real honest with you. I don't really care if it's a microchip in the vaccine. (laughs) If it gets me to be able to (laughs) do drugs again in a porta potty, (laughs) I'm fine with it. You're related to that that, so hard. You relate. I'm not that far in it. But I'm just like, at this point, it's kind of inevitable. I feel like if we survive on one chicken tender, 42 drinks, a half a pint of water, and an ice cream spoon. I think we should be fine. I feel like if you're a raver, you could survive anything. We've been through the apocalypse before. Running around <laughs> like naked, no food, dehydrated, with being tons of people of the... you've never met before. I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. Being at some of the treacherous events. Or... or if you break it down like BD in that whole season episode, you should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to have to redo that episode and talk about me. It's only fair. but Yeah, because you're the true help. There. What, what you mean? OG Don't help. be putting me out there like that. Well, it's true. Okay? Be quiet. Shh. Not all my hoes know about each other. Hoe. You putting me out there. Eh, eh. MKQ is not a hoe. OG. Mm-mm. Hashtag whole life. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Well, thanks, y'all, for tuning in. <laughs> That's how you're going to transition? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to us. Coming on each couple of weeks to do our episodes is really fun it's cathartic for me so i really appreciate you guys listening in cathartic another word for nostalgic no oh well it's been nostalgic for me why is it nostalgic that's like going back because it's oh thinking about oh okay yeah cathartic is like healing healthy i thought that positive slow no (laughs) oh my gosh what (laughs) am i going to do with you make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MKQ Field mentioned all the awesome blogs she's been writing. They're all up on our website. Join our newsletter. What's that? Like subscribe. Yes. Absolutely do that. How's it get better than that? How's it get better than that? Bye, Bye y'all. y'all.